Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. I'm so happy to be with you today. We've got a great show in store. It's day two of the 2021 Christmas party with 12 days in a row of Christmas coming your way. Just imagine that we're all like mingling around a lovely holiday soiree, taking in the beautiful decor and pausing to have a chat with new friends here and there. Speaking of friends, by the way, have you noticed on the last few episodes, and it'll happen the rest of this month, all year long, I've been sneakily asking every single guest what their favorite Christmas song is. And so all month, you're going to hear them dropped in here and there, our guests from the year telling you their favorite Christmas song. Are we building a Spotify playlist with all these songs? Yes, we are. We'll share the link with you really soon. But that's what you're hearing all throughout these shows, just kind of sprinkled in there like the sprinkles on your favorite Christmas cookies. We get to hear from every guest from the entire year. Hey, if you missed day one, of our Christmas party yesterday with the guys from Deck the Hallmark and my friends Jen and Jamie, where we did a deep dive into Hallmark movies. Be sure to go back and check it out. We are dying at all the Hallmark movies y'all are coming up with. Absolutely dying. You can get the draft card off of my Instagram, off of the Deck the Hallmark guys Instagram, but we would love for you to continue to tell us the movie you would create. The soundtrack of our little party today is Little Drummer Boy from For King and Country. It's from their album, A Drummer Boy Christmas. You guys are going to love the whole album. I know you already do. And grab it wherever you love to stream your music. And just a little reminder to follow the link in the show notes if you have any questions you'd like to ask Santa. And before Before we dive in, I want to take a moment and share about one of our incredible partners, Christian Parenting and their Advent Devotional. Christian Parenting released an interactive Advent Devotional called Read, Ask, Go. It's the perfect way to focus your family on Jesus this and every Christmas season. This devotional is super fun and, most of all, a meaningful way to gather as a family and celebrate Christ's coming each Advent season. Read, Ask, Go includes 25 days of family fun, like reading scriptures, asking questions that prompt great conversations, and going to spread Christmas cheer throughout your home and community. Even though we're already into the month of December, you can start on any day and finish it out through the rest of the month. Then pull it back out next Christmas season to experience it as a fun family tradition. For our That Sounds Fun Friends only, you can download a one-day free sample to try out with your family and use the code TSF5OFF to get $5 off your purchase today. So visit christianparenting.org slash TSF to download your free sample and redeem this offer. Today on the show, you guys, I I mean, you guys, today on the show, I get to talk with my new friend, Portia Williams. I mean, y'all can't even know the level of excitement around here when Lillian asked if I wanted to talk with Portia Williams for the podcast. I was like, Portia Williams from Rural Housewives of Atlanta? Yes, please. She has tons of amazing stuff going on, including running multiple companies, Go Naked Hair and Pampered by Portia. And she just released her first book, a memoir called The Pursuit of Portia. Y'all, she is not scared to really go there with honesty and tenacity and such a personal glimpse into some really defining moments in her life. Y'all are going to love this book and this conversation. Listen, Portia preaches. Get ready. Portia preaches and get cozy up on the couch and let's get to know our friend Portia Williams. Portia, thank you so much for being on That Sounds Fun today. Oh, listen, it sounded fun. Uh, so listen, like- <laughs> we are going to have fun, Portia. I can promise you that. 
for starters, I've got to tell you, I grew up in Atlanta. I'm Atlanta born and bred, Marietta girl. So uh, you are a local, you are a global celebrity, but you are a local celebrity to me as well. Yes. Because Oh, thank you. Oh, we, yes. We are very proud here from Atlanta. Listen, tell me how you feel about those Braves, though. I don't, you know what? I went to the game <gasps> before they won the series. No. Yeah, here in Atlanta. Remember, they played here oh, first, yes. and then they went, I guess it was to L.A., I think it was? Um, Houston. Houston. Okay. Yeah. Then, yeah, then they went to Houston. Then I went out of town. <gasps> and I was so excited. Like, it was crazy. I was so mad because I went with, I went to the game with my best friend, and she's the type like, let's go to the store. Let's buy all of the World Series oh, yeah. hats, this, that, or whatever. I'm like, I'm not waiting in that line. So I get out of line, and I go to get something to eat. And then they win. So now <laughs> I'm, like, trying to find the World Series, like a hat or something. Something. Right. And of course I'm paying way more, but you know, I gotta have it now. I mean, how I if I could tell you how many of my friends on Instagram went to a store like a dick sporting good at midnight that night. Yes. Oh my God. And, and they were right there in front of me. Yes. Like all I could hear her saying was, Girl, just buy it. You know, you're gonna yes. you may wear it one day. I was like, girl, I don't know if we're gonna win. She was like, she and she bought it. Yes. So then the next day when they won, she posted this amazing picture of her and her daughter and her husband matching world series outfits oh my yes it is i mean if only our falcons could catch up bless them i know but you know what the last couple of games that my husband has gone to and i went to one they won yes so i don't know what that means because i go to the games but i don't have any idea pretty much what's happening unless they (laughs) really i mean portia football's (laughs) been a part of your whole life and throughout your book football is like oh no way oh look Oh my God! See, I'm talking about the Hawks. You're talking oh, about the Hawks. Falcons. Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> Haw- oh, listen, Hawks games. Yeah, Hawks, Hawks are fun to watch, but basketball is beyond yeah. me. It just takes too beyond. long, Portia. If we're starting, if does. we're counting by twos, <laughs> and we've got to get to 100, I can't. I can't. It's too much. Yeah, it's my too- ADHD doesn't work like that. Sorry, listen, we need to sit out. together because that would be the entertaining. We would just entertain each other. Oh, yes, and that would be that. Yes, you, there it is. You have to sit with someone who does not know what going on like you. That's the only way to have fun. My husband, he's like all into it yeah. and all this. I'm like, okay. And I'm like, are we, are you telling me we're at 32 and we're getting to 100? I've got to get out of here. <laughs> and meanwhile, I'm sitting there like, where is the lady with more beer? And yeah. where is the lady with my popcorn? And where yes. is the, when yes. is halftime? Who's before me? <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Portia, your new book, The Pursuit of Portia. I mean, you are so honest in this. Speaking of sports, yeah. you talked through mm-hmm. all the sporting men that have been in your life, all, how that yeah. played into it. Mm-hmm. I, I want you to back me up for just a minute. How did you even decide this was the right time to write such an honest book? You know what? I knew that when I eventually wrote the book, it could be nothing but honest. Like yeah. I, my my full life is already, well, a lot of my life is already on television. Yes. I've lived a lot of the rawness in front of everybody. So I knew when it came to a book, that could not be fluff. That had to go to a deeper level. And the purpose behind writing the book is really for it to be helpful to someone else. So Mm -hmm. even in their dark times, so they can remember who they are, keep moving forward. There's always a better day. You can always work towards being your better self. So I knew when I sat down to get this book together, I would have to be completely honest. So it really wasn't a fight. The fight 
fight was, are you ready to do it right now? Wow. And I decided yes. And, you know, I think I want to say a lot of the time I was doing the book, it was during quarantine. Yes. I thought about that just last night. And, you know, during quarantine is when we all were really Mm self-reflective. So, yeah, I I just I knew it was going to be this heavy. If you if you yes, if you, yes. I, 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 if you read the book, I'm sure you'll say it's a heavy book. Yes. Was, oh, I mean, I was reading it, read, but it's heavy in content. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, Portia, I hope this comes across correctly. I didn't know. I've watched you for years. I've been a Housewives fan. I've been a Porsche fan. I've yeah. watched you for years. Thank you. And and you know some of the story because we lived it with you, right? right. I mean, we lived mm-hmm. some of that with you. But your life has been significantly harder than mm-hmm. you've even let on on the show. And and that is what I think is going to be shocking to my supporters is because they they saw a Porsche that was a fragment of who I am. Yeah. You know, they saw the fun, goofy side of me when you were introduced to me, saying crazy things on the show. So they kind of so let that kind of developed into after the divorce. It was a little more you saw that yeah. side. Yeah. But I think this is going to show you what's behind that smile, what's yeah. behind those eyes, yeah. and and why now when people see me they say, "Wow, you have a glow. You have you yes. you have had such a journey and and such a way to grow." You talk in the book, this one line mattered a ton to me where you talked about how your mother taught you what it was like to be a praying mother Mm -hmm. and how that mattered and also a boss. So like deep in her faith and also deep in her entrepreneurship. Absolutely. Will you talk a little bit about that? How is prayer? A lot of our friends listening are faith people. Not everybody, but a lot of our friends listening are faith people. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to, we talk about prayer a lot around here. Will you talk about how your mother's prayer life has affected you? My mother's prayer life affected me because when I got married, I was first, I married my husband and I married tradition second. So the tradition of it all was the type of wife that I felt that I had to be yes. for him. Yes. Um, and a lot of the tradition was wrapped up in my religion. Mm-hmm. My faith is separate. Now in my life, I have my faith and my spirituality separated from religion. But at the oh, time, Portia, we got to talk about all... that. We got to talk about that. Yeah. Woo. Okay, keep going. And we're coming <laughs> at, back to that. Yeah. At the time, it was all one thing. Yeah. So for me, it, it really was what I had to live up to as opposed to what my marriage should have looked like for me and what I um, could have been in my marriage just as Portia. So I became this wife figure like in my home and my mother, I think she knew it. You know, I talk in the book about how she felt earlier on about the relationship and different things like that. And when we started going through hard times, no matter whether she knew it was my doing and uh, or his doing yeah. she knew it wasn't our undoing right. she knew that i needed to get on my knees and pray my way through yes. we eventually didn't work out but it doesn't matter it's the practice of it all it's what i was doing in those hard times and that was praying yes. and she always told me she said listen your covenant is with you, God, and your husband. Right now, your husband is letting you down. You don't like him, whatever, but your covenant is still with God and you need to be a true wife. And so I prayed my way through that situation. I prayed for him. I prayed for me. And ultimately, I was the one who had to be saved out of that relationship. And as it comes to business, my mother, I have seen her faith work. 
Really? I've seen her. I have literally seen my mom not have any money and walk into a car dealership and say, I want that Lincoln Navigator right there. <laughs> and in a couple of weeks, she would be driving it off the lot. I've seen <sighs> her walk into a business um, and tell them that she wants to lease the building now for $10,000 a month. Okay. I mean, no faith. money in her. I, we, listen, we had no money. I don't oh even know if our gosh. lights were on. I have seen her walk in there and, 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 and give her spiel and let them know they can see people. That's the thing. When you have, when you pray and then you put faith with it and that, and then your works, people can see that on you. Portia, so you better preach to, that. You better listen, preach that. When she used to be sitting in that chair as a younger, I saw her tell them, this is what I'm going to do with this building. This is, this is my plan. I don't have this right now, but I have all these other qualities and things to make this work. And I saw her open a business no more than six months later. So I have seen her faith walk and her prayer work in her life. And that's truly affected me. Yes. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible partners, Olive and June. Now, I know you and I are both making sure our nails look good before we go to a Christmas party, but here's the thing, doing my own nails is just not my thing, y'all, it's just not my thing. The sloppiness when I paint with my non-dominant hand, it's brutal. The chipping after a couple of days, no thank you, but I'm also not into paying an arm and a leg for something I should be able to handle at my house and on my own time. The solution? Olive and June's Manny System. The system comes with every tool you need to do a salon quality manicure in the comfort of your own home. It's only five steps, including gorgeous polished colors and a top coat that makes it shiny and long lasting. Like lasts a whole week, you guys. Hand to heaven, a whole week. The patented brush handle they send you, the Poppy, makes it easy to paint with both hands and the results are smooth and dare I say, nearly perfect. And I did it myself. My nails have never looked so good, you guys. You know, when I find something this high quality that's so affordable, I have to tell you guys. Olive and June's Manny system with six polishes breaks down to only $2 per manicure. That is a significant savings compared to salon manicures. I love their color options too. The winter collection, you guys, the winter collection. It's got some gorgeous shades, including three metallics. Okay, they will have your hands ready for any holiday get together. The Olive and June Manny system is the secret behind salon perfect nails at home. All in one, no guessing, no messy nails, no salon price tag. And now you can get 20% off your first Manny system with my code, that sounds fun. Your new nail life is here. Get 20% off your first Manny system when you use the promo code, that sounds fun at oliveandjune.com. We are done with expensive, bad manicures. This is the new us, okay? Let's do this. All right, here are our fives, Jason and Candy. Let's talk about how y'all feel about Christmas. About you. It's it really hard, Annie. What? Because cr- Christmas, oh, yeah. I like, I, I am Christmas. I just, I, <laughs> there is no one song. I am Christmas. I just, that is who I am. See, I, I actually hate all Christmas songs. I don't hate them. Oh, you gotta them. say all this. You gotta say all this. I don't hate them, but it's it's so hard. She just said she is. And I was like, I know. Well, I still recording. Did I you think get on I that approach flight? it, I uh, approach it from such a Scrooge like when I hear it the day after Thanksgiving, I'm not prepared. No, I'm not interested in it. I've anyway. been listening since October. <laughs> oh. But that might be that might be me being kind of cynical and just make wanting it to all go away. And then once I come around to like accepting that it's here and I have to deal with it, it's not going away, then I'll I'll ease in. Oh, man. Okay, Candy, tell me your favorite <laughs> song. 
Okay. I have to say my favorite Christmas artist Great. is Harry Connick Jr. All of his, just all of his stuff. I'm Much sorry. Agreed. Yes. But my favorite song is a song that he did with Kim Burrell uh-huh. on his record, What a Night. I think that was the name of it, called Song for the Hopeful. Why? What do you love about Deep that Deep hole. I love that. It, it, well... The two of them singing together just like makes me hurt in all of the best ways. Just like that, because mm, both of their voices. But there's a line that says, um, "Nothing can shake a seasoned soul. It's all the loss that makes it whole." This is a song for the hopeful. May wow. God hear it sung. And I just—it's a very different kind of Christmas song. It's more like a lament or a reflection uh, song. But I, that line in particular, I'm like, oh, I just so I feel it. I identify with it, and I I love playing that one every year. Jason, Scrooge. Yeah, ironically enough, I like rocking around the Christmas tree because it's fun. So that's like the whole spectrum. It's like I hate this, and it's like, well, I love this. Let's let's have a party. You're like, I will be uh, Kevin McAllister (laughs) in Home Alone, or don't talk to me about Christmas. Yeah, that's right. We're either we're either here or not. Yeah, we're in it or we ain't. Amazing. But there's an old Elvis version. Mm -hmm. That that I love. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. From I think it's the 50s or 60s, maybe. Elvis, man, he's right. He's the best. I'm Lisa Whittle, author of The Hard Good, and my favorite Christmas song is Last Christmas, but only the Wham! version. Favorite, favorite, favorite of all time. And now back to my conversation with Portia. Also, you are preaching, and I love it. This is what this is what we are here for. Um, I don't know if you've read Mike Todd's book, Crazy Faith, but I think you would love it. Have you read it yet? Oh no, let me okay. write it down. Listen, I'm Portia, because his whole lie, his whole thing is it's only crazy until it happens. I mean, I've got oh, goosebumps listening mm-hmm. to you because you're like, yes, if we, I mean, faith without works is dead, and sometimes that works is prayer. That's right, right? So because okay. you need yeah. to repeat it to yourself, yes, and you need to hear yourself. Um, ask for it. And then as you ask for it, you start believing it. Yes. And, and it becomes very real to you. And that's how real faith is. It's like what faith is. It's, you can't see it. There's no way, but you believe that it can happen. You believe yes. that it is, it is there. Yes. It's like an actual thing to you. And that's why it's only your faith. It's your mm-hmm. faith walk. <laughs> yes, that's right. Okay. You so and praying on your knees, that's really a practice you have? Absolutely not. I have a two-year-old. I do not pray on my knees anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you where I pray. I, I love pray you so much. <laughs> in the shower. Yes. I pray in the bathtub. I pray in the middle of doing my makeup. I pray on the go. Yeah. Yeah. But I do, I do take time and pray. And when I pray the most is when I know I need self-care, self-time. Mm, yeah. And then in those times when I'm steaming my face and stuff like that, I get yeah. a little more time. But on a daily basis, no, it no. definitely happens in the shower. PJ's too happens. much everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm on the road. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, let's back up. I wrote down that sentence you said, faith and spirituality separated from religion. Now, you, I mean, you grew up in a family that everyone from Atlanta knows. I mean, we yes. all know Reverend Hosea Williams. We all know kind of your your legacy that you're right. born into. And faith and religion is probably part of that. So how have you made that personal and been able to separate the religion you grew up in with this personal faith that like has me wanting to like clap and stand up right now? 
Because unfortunately, or fortunately for me as a child, what you'll read in the book, and that's why yeah. I start so early, yeah. I developed certain habits that weren't healthy for that particular mindset yeah. for me, yeah. for me, as in, I only saw myself through other people's eyes. Yeah. I didn't value myself unless someone else said I was valuable. I wasn't pretty until someone told me I was pretty. I wasn't smart until someone told So if you bring all of that into now religion, you only, your only identity is what that religion says. So anything wow. outside of that, you completely beat yourself up. There's no other way to live. There's no other way to be. And you feel like a total complete failure. Mm-hmm. Well, I couldn't live under that knowing that I had to have a divorce and knowing that, you know, as far as I had known, God hated divorce. So I had to separate myself from that in order to be able to stand alone. One thing I did know that whether I disappointed God or not and got a divorce, whether I was, I cursed or whatever it was I had done in in a sinful way, I knew that I was still God's child. I knew that he still loved me. And that's what really, truly turned into my personal spirituality and my personal and what strengthened my personal relationship with God. So yeah. that's kind of where it it had it had to break for me. Yes. Some people it can work like that, you know, because they don't have the past that I had, which ended up being pretty abusive. Yeah. And letting other people um tell me who I was instead of let God tell me who I was. But I, I for me, that's what I had to personally do. I mean, when you're going back and writing these stories, I mean, some of the abusive ones really, Portia, were are very hard to read. Were you walking with like a counselor or a pastor? Like how are how are you emotionally caring for yourself as you were writing this and going back to those memories? You know what? Until you just said that just now, I didn't even realize that that was an option. I uh, did it hardcore. Yeah. I literally fought through writing this book. I wow. stopped writing the I started writing the book. We got to some of the tenser moments and I stopped for about four months for about four about four months or so yeah and then I came back to it um because I I wanted to finish what I had started and I wanted to fulfill the purpose of the book which was to lay all of it out there in testimony and help someone else so I knew I had to fight my way through those different dark moments you know and then you say okay well why'd you have to put all that in the book because that's how I got to the pursuit of Portia that's how I got to where I am today yes and I don't regret any of it, you know, I hate I had to live some of those things, but you have to go through some hardships in order to build your character and, and build your faith. And so where I am now, it's because of all those different things. But hopefully, hopefully when people, some young person reads this book or some older person reads this book, they can see these traps in in their patterns, these, these traps in, in their journey that are patterns, and yeah. they can stop it prior to some of these situations happening for yeah. them, hopefully. I mean, one of my big takeaways as I was reading is there was, and I'd love for you to talk about this, there was this thing in me that happened where I thought, Portia's teaching me how to value me. Like, yes. there was this like, mm-hmm. oh, there are all these stories where by the end of the story, Portia has learned, I'm I'm worth more than that. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so now where you sit, where you've started these companies, you are, you're starting your own show on Bravo, (laughs) Portia Family Matters. Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. Great Mm -hmm. title. I love it. I will (laughs) watch every bit of it. How can you see a difference? Let's talk to our friends who are like 
feeling some insecurity about who they are, aren't totally sure what they're worth. How different is it once you believe that that God made you on purpose and you're really going after who you are? Uh, Okay, so first of all, in the beginning, you, the confidence that you seek, the assurance, the affirmations, everything that you are looking for, God literally is telling you is already in you. So you are born affirmed in my belief. I I used to, I used to say it all the time. There was a part of my life where I didn't and Mm -hmm. I'm back to it. You were born affirmed. You were born with all the talents, all every little thing you need possible in life. All those gifts are already in you when you are born. Life has obstacles that are going to come into your way. And then you have to pause You have to ask God help you through. Mm -hmm. You have to believe that there's a way through. Mm -hmm. If you deal with um, depression like I did, learn about what self-care is. Take a moment. You may need to take a beat in your life. Some people can just go on through. Me now, since I know that I have dealt with depression in my life, when I feel those moments that are going to stop me and stomp me down, I have to take a beat and stop everything and deal with just Portia. So besides that, if you are going through life, just know that there will be a brighter day. Your destiny is already written. It's not just in you that you just believe, oh, I know that I'm going to be successful, or I know I'm going to be a great mom, or I know I'm going to be a great dad, or when I get another friend, I'm going to be a great friend. No, it's not just something that's in your mind. It's because it is true. Yes. It is already written. So you just have to survive and push through mm. these hardships and make it to the other side. And a lot of times I think we get stomped down because of, you know, we just, we're hopeless. And that was a big part of my depression is just, I would just, my world would get so small and I would feel so hopeless that I could not see anything for my future. And I hate that. And I would not want that for anyone. So just, but just understand your world is way bigger than what you see. You are bigger than your circumstances. You are bigger than all of that. And it is very much possible for you to become the you you want to be just like I became the Portia that I want to be and I'm still working on her because she's still kind of (laughs) crazy you can be you can become you can be on that on on a a deeper level of working on yourself like me we can all progress that's right it makes me think of you know when Jesus gets baptized it's before he's done anything like ministry wise right Mm -hmm. and that's when Mm -hmm. God says this is my son who I'm so pleased with Right. And so you're saying you're really teaching us that that idea of before you've done anything, God is pleased with you before you've done anything. He's already pleased with you. And that way you don't have to look to the world to be pleasing to. You don't have to be pleasing to them. Just you being in your walk and you being a good person doing what you're supposed to do and being kind and. Uh, giving to others and and just having a a beautiful heart and practicing positivity, that in itself will bring the right people in your life. Hey friends, just interrupting this conversation real quick to share about another one of our incredible partners, Mercy Project. Most of us know that human trafficking is a big problem around the world, but not all trafficking is the same. In Ghana, Africa, for example, thousands of children are trapped in labor trafficking in the fishing trade for 12 long hours a day. These children come from families who, as a result of the financial desperation they've experienced, they've sold their child to a fisherman in hopes that the child could live another day. Sadly, many of the fishermen were actually once trafficked children themselves. 
Our partner, Mercy Project, started addressing the issue of child trafficking in creative ways almost 11 years ago, and it is working. Here's how they do it. They form village partnerships with the fishermen to literally teach a better way to fish that makes them more money and replaces the need for child labor. This allows the children to be voluntarily released and reunited with their families. Over the last decade, more than 200 kids have gone home to live with their families, and this is a small but mighty nonprofit that's creating generational transformation in Ghana. But that's where they need our help. There are currently 50 formerly trafficked children needing a sponsor. For $45 a month, you can empower a formerly trafficked child to receive education and experience freedom. And this month, Mercy Project will randomly select a new child sponsor to travel to Ghana with their team in 2022. That's so cool. All expenses paid. You get to meet your sponsor child and their family, see the project firsthand, and experience the beauty of Ghana. Let's help all 50 of these kids start 2022 with hope, you guys. Simply text that sounds fun to 74121 to help today. Imagine how much this gift will transform communities for good. Text that sounds fun to 74121 or visit mercyproject.net slash that sounds fun. All right, friends, we're here with our expert for this year's Ennea Summer 2021, Haley Watkins from Haley Watkins Enneagram Coaching. Haley, I asked, we're asking all of our friends who are on the show based on their number what their favorite Christmas song is. So I want to ask you as well, what is your favorite Christmas song? Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think how I can make this work with my type. I think my favorite one to. is Oh Holy Night. Oh, Holy Night is favorite. Really? Like the Celine, like when the big singers do an Oh, Holy Night, mm-hmm. there's no like getting around that. Right. You, that's a moment. <laughs> that's a moment for sure. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Do you How wanna, can I connect that no, to my are, You want me to tell you what the male nine said his favorite song was? Oh, Holy mm-hmm. Night. No. So <laughs> you did it. Weird. You did it. To be fair, the male one said it as well. Why do we like it? I wonder. Why do you like it? Um, it it makes me feel something. Oh wow! (laughs) You know, like when Celine sings "Oh Holy Night," you're like, "Well, I'm done. All you know, that's all I need." Yeah. I and maybe that's what it is. That it's just this like that moment was everything. Yeah. Hi, I'm Michael Weir, uh, author of Reclaiming Hope, and my favorite Christmas song is uh, uh, Chestnuts Roasting on an Open Fire. Uh, It just puts me in the Christmas mood. And now back to finish up our conversation with Portia Williams. Will you talk about the power of perseverance for a minute? How has that, even on your worst days, how has that served you to not give up? Because I'm, I'm here. Yeah. I'm here doing an interview with you. You know, there has, I remember when I hit that brick wall before, when I hit it before, I've hit it tw- a couple times and yeah. I realized it was the wall. When I, I remember when I hit it, I wasn't going to survive. Right. You know, I was meant to do something that could not be returned. Yeah. So just me being able to sit here right now and have written a book and put all these things that tried to break me in it to help someone else feels like a success to me. Yeah. It feels it feels like you know, a part of my purpose. And that's why I say I had to go back to the book. I don't really care how much I make from the book, to be honest with you. 
um, when I found out how much I was going to make. I was like, oh, that's not enough for what I was <laughs> for what I'm about like, to have to write. Yeah, I was like, are you kidding me? But you know, again, it's not about the money yeah. at this point. It this is per- this is very purposeful and intentional how this yeah. book was written, and I really feel like it's going to bless someone and be received well. Yeah, I think this is a great time to release it too because what a joy as as this episode we're on is part of our 12 days of Christmas. So we're doing 12 shows in a row. This is such a good gifting book to hand to people because you're, oh, yes. you're kind of doing a thing mm-hmm. we call around here where we call it Sneaky Jesus, where, ah! where anybody who loves Real Housewives <laughs> is going to pick up this book, but they don't know they're about to run oh, into some know. gospel truth on the inside Hallelujah. Listen, listen, that is what this, that's what being on this platform is about. That's yeah. why God chooses certain people to elevate them on these platforms because eventually when we come out of our mess, we're going we're gonna to use it for what it's meant for. Yeah. So I got all these eyes and ears looking at me and, and hopefully if they hear a little bit about this book, it'll bless them. Yes, <laughs> yes, I think so too. And I think one of the beautiful things, I hope I do this in my work and I know you do it in your work because I've read the book and watched the, your show, is you're okay not being perfect, but you're also <laughs> very proud of how loved you are by God. Like, it's both of those things. How do you Mm -hmm. bow? I mean, there have been times where, especially on the show, where you have just gotten ripped to shreds by the public. Mm -hmm. How how do you recover from that? Or do you? Um, You don't. Yeah. You you know, I used to think that I was recovering Mm. from it. Mm. But what happened was I was taking what happened to me as a child in this book, when you read, when you guys read it. Of, the, of beginning to wear mask, I was starting to, I could feel myself picking it back up. Yeah. I had not put it on yet. Okay. Wow. So I had not put it back on my face, but I could feel myself picking it back up. And that's when I knew, you know what? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Mm-hmm. You need to step away and you need to take some time for yourself. Yeah. And you need to understand that it's not what anybody has spoke on you, anybody has to say about you. You are a child of God, yes. period. Yes. You are meant to shine, period. What all you need to do is for, is walk in your purpose. Mm-hmm. And so I decided I wanted to start doing things that felt good to my soul, yes. good to my spirit. Yes. And I've done I'm I'm doing some of those. One of them is the book. And another one of them is just really focusing more on family and yeah. focusing more on on my personal future. But I really had to, when I felt myself living in the world, living through the world's eyes and what they felt to me and this, this, that, and the third. And and I thought, like I said, I thought I was getting over it, but then I realized, oh, ooh, oh no, it's been affecting me. Yeah. It's been actually affecting me. Yeah. And that is not what is, that's not what's going to help me be the best person I can be, Christian mm-hmm. I can be, period. And so I don't, I don't, at this point in my life, I don't compromise my walk. Yeah. I guess that's what it is. And, you know, I guess we don't get to talk about this enough because people don't like to talk about God. I love to, but I don't, I don't let anybody compromise that. I don't let anybody take me out of my character. I don't let anybody do any of that. I only want positivity and what's going to be aligned with my spirit happening for me now. Yes. And so let's talk about the holiday season. What does that look like for you this Christmas? Like when you're thinking about being with your family and when you're thinking about releasing this book at the same time, what, what are the rhythms and traditions in the month of December that are, that are going to tie you down to who you really are? Well, first of all, I love Christmas. I'm like little Mariah Carey without the voice. (laughs) 
<laughs> but you can try. You can try. Yeah, I can try. Oh, listen, nobody, I'm admitting that to you, but I will not admit that in my house because I walk around and sing Mariah Carey's um, Christmas songs all day. Yes. Okay. But um, I, so every Christmas I normally, every holiday season, I normally go ahead and put up my tree before Thanksgiving, but we just bought a home and we should be, we may be in it before Christmas. Oh my gosh. So- so I had to decide whether I was going to put the tree up here or put the tree up over there. So I just decided to go ahead and just decorate here. Yes. So we're going to put up the tree as usual. Yeah, just do both. So <laughs> do we're going to do the tree, everything here, and I'm going to have family come over. And listen, this year more than ever, I want to keep the tradition of, of family coming because this show is coming out, Portia yes. Family Matters, on Sunday. Yeah. And I know that everybody was showing out and <laughs> carrying on. So so I want to make sure that we still feel the together togetherness of yes. tradition of having Thanksgiving dinner together and then coming back and having uh, Christmas dinner together after, the day after Christmas. How different does Portia Family Matters feel from Real Housewives of Atlanta? Oh, wow. Um, it's it's not much difference, actually, because most of my family members are housewives. Yeah. That's what they <laughs> act like when they get in their confessional. I'm telling you, oh, my God. Let me listen. First of all, I'm thinking, okay, we're going to do a family retreat. My sister is a spiritual guidance counselor. She's heavy in meditation. She's going to teach us this new way to vibrate, right? And so I'm like, okay, we're going to get together my aunts, you know, some cousins, and we're going to do this little family retreat. Okay, honey, it turned into a whole family spiritual healing session, whole family spiritual healing uh, 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 show. And (laughs) I later found out, like, I think a couple weeks into filming, I was like, oh, I'm not filming like all day. Like, why am I not filming all day? You're thinking like, okay, it's your show. You're going to film about it. Yeah. Listen, that's because my cousins, my sister, everybody else was doing their own scenes. These people, oh my God, I guess they had a lot to say about me, oh about everything. Gosh, and I, I literally, they have made this show, honestly. It, people are going to think, oh my God, just, you know, all about Portia. No, this show is all about my family, both sides, my father's side, my mother's side, and us trying to blend that. And then also me trying to blend with my daughter's father, Dennis, and yeah. My fiance Simon and and Pilar is just this little sweet being that is holding it all together. Yes. So it's 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 crazy. It's crazy fun. Oh, I can't wait. Listen, Portia, thank you so much for making time today. Anytime you want to preach, you just come back here. Okay, I will. Listen, I have a new we, we, home. we didn't talk about <laughs> fasting yet. We didn't talk no. about I mean, there's a lot we gotta talk about Sabbath rest. There's a lot of spiritual things yes. that you and I still got to cover. So just yes. know you are welcome back here. Hey, we ask one last question yes. every time on the show. The question okay. is, because the show is called That Sounds Fun, tell me what sounds fun to you. You know what? It sounds fun to come back to the show, <gasps> number one. <laughs> I will definitely be back. Yes. And what also sounds fun is just enjoying life every single minute. I've got a toddler, and when I tell you, I try to just soak up every second, yeah. um, and that sounds fun to me. Oh, that's Amazing. Lovely answer. Um, Merry Christmas to you and your people. Same to you. Happy holidays to you and your family, too. Eat everything. Eat everything. Eat everything. That's right. (laughs) Oh, you guys, don't you love her? Isn't she the best? I mean, she brought it. I mean, I've loved her from a distance for years. We all have Real Housewives of Atlanta, but... 
this was awesome. Just amazing. If you want to check out her book, again, it is called The Pursuit of Portia. Go follow Portia. Tell her thanks for being on the show. If you need anything else from me, you know I'm embarrassingly easy to find, especially right now. You can find me every day. I'm Annie F. Downs on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places you may need me. That's how you can find me. And I think that's it for me today, friends. Go out or stay home and do something that sounds fun to you. I'll do the same. Today, what sounds fun to me is I would like some Thai food for dinner. That's what sounds fun to me. Y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow on Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday for day three of the 12 Days of Christmas with an amazing decorator, Keaton Claus. Y'all are going to love this. We'll see y'all tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael W. Smith, author of The Way of the Father. And my favorite Christmas song is, which is really hard, Oh Holy Night. Hey, Shane here. And Shane. Check out our new record, Psalms, Hymns, and Spiritual Songs. Yeah, and if you like Christmas music, Oh Holy Night is the jam. It is my favorite of all time. It's the jam. Y'all have the same favorite Christmas song? Yeah, Oh Holy Mm -hmm. Night. Yeah. That works out great, I guess, for performing it, huh? (laughs) There you go. Hey, what's up, guys? My name is Danny Gokey, and my favorite Christmas song is Mary Did You Know. 